The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The MX Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for like LeBron's last year, this year, next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back. All the smoke. We're out here in Sacramento, California with the Kings for training camp. Yes, sir. And uh, right now, man, we got a good one. We got the, the the reigning NBA coach of the year. Only Is it the only unanimous coach of the year in the history of the game? I think so. God damn, I Mike. That's so. a hell of a title. My right guy. There. Y'all don't even know our history. This is my guy. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mike Brown. Yes, sir. Thanks for being a coach. No, I appreciate y'all for yes, sure. Sir. Um, Man, you were a part of something that was really big for this city. You broke the 16-year drought. Um, you came here, you brought a lot of energy, and you brought just a whole new confidence and comfortability, might I say, for the team, for the city. Uh, what was your first year like here in Sacramento? Uh, it, it was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Uh, I bet you, you know the vibe when it comes to Kings here because you've spent a lot of time mm-hmm. here, whether it was with the team or not yep. with the team. And these people – 
they breathe and live this Life. team. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it, you know, for 16 years, they ain't go to playoffs, but they still hurt from that yeah. year after year after year after year. And so for us to, to break the drought, have the fans engaged again and be as excited as they were and are, it's just it's just a great feeling, a fantastic feeling for all of us, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's more than basketball when you see people's faces light up when they're talking to you about mm-hmm. the playoffs and right. the energy. And what all else that is it here? Though? <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm just saying the Kings is everything here. Hey, send your comments to him. That's my guy. But send your comments to uh, Stephen Jesse Jackson. Yeah, that's he. <laughs> um, how's life? You know, obviously. Making the playoffs isn't good enough. I know you well enough to know that. But how was your first offseason here? And did you get to do anything outside of kind of how do we get better for next year? Not, you know, I got a chance to enjoy the city. I, I actually, uh, I'm not a, a guy that goes boating, mm-hmm. you know. because I got you I out can, in the water? I, I went to Lake Folsom. Yeah. Yeah, I went out to Lake Folsom. Mm-hmm. Got a little, little couple little boats. And me yeah. and some family and friends went nice. out there on the lake and had a good time, you know, mm-hmm. getting to know the city and the people in the city, especially – you know, they got some prettier walking down on the mm-hmm. river and all that other stuff. It's, it's been a good time in, in the summer. The only thing that I didn't get a chance to do, I'm a mo- I got two Harleys. I didn't get a chance to hop on my Harleys and, and ride, ride to there's Tahoe. Some, there's some mm-hmm. great riding in this yep. area. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah, you're gonna but other than that, I'm, you're going to have a plenty of years here. You're going to be able to knock that out sooner yeah. or later. Oh, I love it. Um, how do you reflect on last year's seven-game battle with Golden State? You know, obviously coming from Golden State, um, playing them in the first round of the playoffs. Mm. To me, I thought as someone who loves the game, watches the game, mm. as a fan of both teams, I thought you guys learned so much from that that's going to pay off this year. But how do you as obviously the head coach reflect on that series? Well, the first thing, as you said a little earlier, you know, I, I wasn't, I, I'm not in this thing. And I think our guys understand that too. And they feel the same. We're not in it to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, people may think that this is bold or whatever, but we're trying to win a championship. <laughs> That's what we're competing for. And people talk about, well, the pressure's on this year. No, nah, ain't no pressure because we expect to win a championship. That's what we're fighting for. So it's no different for us this year than what it is last year or going forward. Having said all that, you know, again, the disappointment of losing, especially losing the first round, it was tough. It took a little bit to get over. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Steve Kerr is a great coach. They got a lot of great players there with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Andre. I mean, I can go down the line. And at the time, they're the world champs. So to learn a thing or two from the world champs was great for us. Mm-hmm. They made us adjust our offense a little bit. You know, historically, we had the number one offense in the game. Uh analytically and even and some people would say with the eye test but they took some of that away mm-hmm. and so we had to make adjustments during the playoffs that i think can help us going forward mm-hmm. uh, defensively that's where i was most concerned mm-hmm. but our guys did step up they, they took it to a level that i wasn't sure if we can get mm-hmm. to which gave us an opportunity at the end of the day and mm-hmm. so now they showed me that they could do that mm-hmm. We got to do that now. We can't wait to the playoffs. To play that like level. we finished 25th in the league defensively. So we can't wait till the playoffs mm-hmm. to take that step. Yep. 
Absolutely. It's got to happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be a standard that we set and that we all hold each other accountable for, mm-hmm. for doing it in a shoot around, a practice and or a game. Mm-hmm. You were right in the middle of mm-hmm. those Golden State <clears throat> championship runs. You know, you spoke to obviously what you guys learned as a team. What did yeah. you learn as a coach uh, being right up uh, Highway 80 with Golden State? I, man, I, I tell you what, I, Steve Kerr, it, you know, uh, Pop is too, okay, but Steve Kerr is one of the best messengers I've been around. Mm. And, you know, as a young coach, yeah, I mean, but I coach both of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, as a young coach, because I was fortunate, blessed, lucky, having you want to call it, to be able to be a head coach at a young age. Mm-hmm. And I was all about, okay, hard work, hard work, hard work, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And if you work hard and you outwork everybody, everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. But it's more to it than that, especially yeah. as the head coach. And and Steve's ability to message to the group on a daily basis uh, was unbelievable. And I always call Steve a young coach, even though he's older than me. He a young coach for the number of years he coached. Mm-hmm. Every day I used to carry a, a little pad, a, a, a little notebook pad of paper in my pocket and a pen. Because when he talked to the team, I was like, "Dang, that's on point." Crazy, right? You, you know, it's, it's it, he, and, and it's so it's simple. It's effortless. It, yeah, but but it, it's on point. And mm-hmm. if you can message correctly to your group, as well as have a feel of what their strengths and weaknesses are, mm-hmm. and try to play to that, mm-hmm. then the belief that you instill in everybody as a whole can be off the charts. Yep. And you may not be as talented as the next team, but that that belief and that connectivity mm-hmm. is partly to do or a lot to do with your messaging mm-hmm. to the group on a daily basis. That can be, that can take you places that you can't imagine mm-hmm. going. Absolutely. So I, 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 that was probably the biggest thing I learned is, is the messaging aspect to the team, how important it is, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't take it as serious as I do now. And a lot of it is reality is I just, I didn't know. Didn't that's know, something right? that I learned from Steve as, as well as a few other things. Well, was this the same thing Dion doing? The message, yeah, giving, giving these guys belief in themselves to go out there and do something that people saying you can't do, right? So th- that's the message, right? Jack, I, I, so I don't know. I don't know Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Coach Prime. Yeah. Yeah, at first, I was like, eh, but he earned that from me. So yeah. I'm going to call him Coach Prime, yeah. okay? I, I got his number after the first win at TCU, and I text him, and I and all I said in my message was, "I'm so hyped watching this game, not because y'all won and won the, in the way y'all won, but when I watched the game and I saw your interaction with your players and the connectivity that yeah. you had with your See, players, they believe in themselves. That's what got me it. hyped. Yeah, <laughs> feel it. Yeah, that, that stands out. I mean, and I don't know if anyone told you, but, you know, I've been here for three years working, you know, with, with on the broadcast side and, you know, going to practice before you got here and then going to practice once you got here, you've completely changed the energy, the environment, the atmosphere. We even spoke to De'Aaron Fox earlier after practice and he was saying like, you know, man, I got paid a bunch of money, but it was hard to come to work. He's like, I love to come to work now. And mm-hmm. I obviously credit to management putting the pieces together, but I feel like you brought an environment that this franchise was desperately lacking and I uh, just kind of wanted to give you credit for that because I've personally yeah. seen it as a player again watching older practices with other team or other coaches and then to see what you guys are on now and even could see you cuss someone out so they kind of made us both smile um, <laughs> you brought it, it felt good because that's normally the first person normally directed to me or me <laughs> and, and if it wasn't you it was me so <laughs> someone else see it but you know just to kind of give you your flowers from that standpoint because again 
De'Aaron was saying just weird things like it's so important for this team and this organization and we love to come to work now and it's just yeah. way different. And um, again, just wanted to kind of credit you uh, I appreciate, for that. I appreciate it. You know, one of the things that we say here is is we, we want to win the day. You know, we, we want to win the day. And, and part of winning the day is, number one, your work ethic or competitive spirit that you bring to the table. Uh, number two is the details. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't overlook any detail if you want to be great. And the last one is continuing to form that belief in each other that we're going to be good. And the way you do that is by doing things the right way, playing the game mm -hmm. the right way. And, you know, for me, I got to make sure if I'm asking my guys to do that, the details and coming to work and bringing the competitive spirit and all that, I, I got to do the same. Mm -hmm. I got to just, I got to let them feel they don't have to always see it or hear it, but they got to feel mm -hmm. that all that stuff's important to me. Mm -hmm. So I got to bring it too. Absolutely. I can't come in here and sit back and chill mm -hmm. and let them work. And you got to be out there running the laundries with them some days. Yes, I seen you. I was, I was like, oh shit, Mike, don't pull no hammy. <laughs> Mike was out there spreading his ass <laughs> off. But, but, but you know what winning look like. See, that's the thing though. That's that that's a, as a player to have a coach come in here. Not only do I know I can have a relationship with him, but you know what winning look like. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to respect that because that's where we all trying to go. Mm -hmm. We all trying, all to, go trying to get 100%. there. Um, you guys brought your core back, and yeah. and and obviously being in the media, some people, oh, Sacramento didn't make a ton of moves, and I didn't look at it from that side, but I looked at it. They believe in what they got. Yes, they're building what they got. You re-signed some bonus. You brought the rest of your core back. You have some strategic ads like a Chris Dorte, Javale McGee, uh, Sasha, who I'm looking forward to getting a chance to see. But you know, obviously, expectations are a championship, but. Talk about the growth you've seen, and it's only been a couple of weeks um, from the core last year to this year. You, you again hit it on the head. If you think about, if you think about teams that had great runs in this game, they're usually the teams that, that have a core that they mm -hmm. keep together. A, a lot of times, you might be able to have a run if you throw this free agent, that free agent. Again. Mm -hmm. You might have a good year, maybe two years if you're lucky. Then somebody's out, and yeah. so now you got to start all over again. And one of the things I told, you know, Vivek and, and, and Monty and Wes is I'd like to build a culture here that's sustained. I'd like to build a winning culture that's sustained so that <clears throat> three, four years, five years from now, we still rocking it because mm -hmm. we got our group together. And then eventually, OK, hey, he may be getting a little older yep. or maybe, OK, let's move on from him and bring mm -hmm. somebody else in. Mm -hmm. And so then the, <clears throat> the new ones coming up can keep it going. And that's mm -hmm. what gives you longevity at the top of this game, or in my opinion, any game. So in order for us to do that, we had to figure out what our core is, and then we had to give them an opportunity to see if they can grow, to see if we can grow from within. And that comes from our work in the summertime. You know, if you're working in the summertime and you're getting together and you're getting connected in the summertime, there's going to be some carryover. And so the thing I saw this summer from our guys is, is <clears throat> Foxy's growth with his leadership. It started last year, mm -hmm. but to see him take Keegan Murray under his wing yep. and help Keegan grow at a faster rate than if Keegan was working out, because he's going to work out on right, his own every right. day, no mm -hmm. matter what. But to have Foxy have him under his wing mm -hmm. and doing that and Foxy interacting with him and getting Keegan to use his book, because Keegan was a quiet kid. Mm -hmm. Now Keegan talking shit. Yeah, I can say that on y'all show. Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. Say whatever you want. Oh, oh, I like that. I, I like that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, to get Keegan to talk right. shit now. Yeah. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. That, 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 that's real coming yeah, from Keegan, gross. who's a quiet guy. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so that's helped Keegan's growth. 
but 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 listen to Fox address the team and and our guys did some some stuff with 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 other players around the league and and listen to Fox uh, talk to the group and not just our players but other players coming in at the at the end and the huddle and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It made me want to say, okay, I'm gonna follow Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, so his leadership was off the charts in in, in terms of growth. So give him an opportunity to do it again. Mm-hmm. Keegan, he's stronger. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's more confident. Now he's not just going to be a catch and shoot guy. Mm-hmm. You're going to see he's going to put it on the floor. Mm-hmm. He's going to play some pick and roll. <clears throat> he's going to play some zoom action. You know, so let these guys grow for sure a second year, maybe even a third year before you start messing with the core. We Absolutely. feel like we have a core right now that can be sustained. Speaking of Keegan, I want to speak to this because I saw it early last year and just kind of having an IQ for the game. You challenged him from the jump on the defensive end. You were making him guard point guards. You were making him guard some of the best twos in the game. You didn't let him hide or kind of find your rhythm. You threw him right in the fire because I feel like, and what I was saying on broadcast, Mike wants him to be one of the best two-way players in the game. Was I right to read that? 100%. And he he has the capability of doing Mm -hmm. it. You know, and you both, shoot, you both know it. You both were two-way guys. And so you know how valuable that is in in our business, especially – and your size, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, your size, your mm-hmm. size, and, and, and Keegan's size. Mm-hmm. You get a guy that can guard on the ball. Now you can do different things. Now at times you may be able to switch one through five. Yep. You know because if a five rolls him down, you know mm-hmm. he's gonna be able to keep him off the glass and or mm-hmm. get him off that block and not be able to get taken advantage of. So Keegan has the ability to do it. We just got to put him in positions to be uncomfortable and try to figure it out yep. from time to time without really hurting the team as a whole mm-hmm. for too long of stretches. Yeah. I remember um, I was in San Antonio when I first got to San Antonio, and I was frustrated about not playing. And um, he came to me one day in practice. He was like, "You can't say he let the world." You mean coach. Mike Brown? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, this is how it started. Okay, I'm in New Jersey. I make the rookie All Star team. Byron don't play me no more the second half. How come? I have no idea. Okay, but you know, I you know it's just a P in me, I guess. <laughs> um, and um, we playing the Spurs. I'm just on the sideline. My woman's ain't warming up or nothing because you know me. Y'all ain't playing. Fuck all y'all. Really divided, you know? Ain't warming up or nothing, Jay Mack, right? So I, I, I see, I see, I see him. Walk, I see him walking down. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? He walks. He's like, keep your head, keep your head. We come and get you. Keep your head. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. Hey, hey right. hold on real quick. I can't get I can't get fined for that now. No, 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 no. Because he put it out, man. I'm worried. I'm worried they're gonna come hit me with ten. I told the story three times okay, already. Okay, 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 go ahead. And uh so I'm like, cool. So during the summertime, you know, I was I was on a one-year deal, so I ended up signing with San Antonio for summer league. Had a great summer league, ended up making the team, but I'm not playing right up. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm on the injured list. He comes, this this one my career changed in San Antonio. He was like, we all know you can score. You were second in some league behind Dirk, Doc, behind Dirk scoring. What's going to get you on this court? If you play defense. Uh, I locked in from there. Locked in. That turned yeah. me into a two-way player. I wasn't a two-way player until that conversation. And that yep. got me on the court with the Spurs. Then I ended up starting. Then I ended up winning. You know what I'm saying? So all that's, when he say that to people, he sees something in you that you don't see in yourself. Mm-hmm. 
No, he's credited you a lot, a lot of times with that, and, it, and it's dope to have you here and have you hear it because no, he's credited you a lot to kind of try. It, it takes a lot to turn a fucking light on in his head. So, for <laughs> you to do that shit don't work. That's what gonna click all the time. You need a twist. The power might be off. You might be getting the power. Somebody might have paid bills this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh man! Oh, man. <laughs> But a lot of y'all don't know that story, man. My, me getting to San Antonio, me getting the oh. opportunity to play on the championship team and, and all that, all that started with Mike Brown. Man. Well, that, nah, I love you forever for that, I, I, man. I'm going to take it a step further, too, because a lot of people don't know that year, if you're not in the lineup, we don't win it. Mm. it you know, and, and you know, obviously, Tim is Tim. Well, I'm not taking nothing away from that. Right. From that. But you carried us at times that people in today's game and world don't even know during that championship run, which was off the charts beautiful. Definitely doing this. Yeah, but I I knew you, RC Buford, Pop Tim. They, I, I knew. Trust me, I knew because y'all y'all made me feel like made me feel so appreciated That's about dope. you know being able to beat the experience. Uh, Popovich, speaking of Spurs, Popovich's theory is you need three stars in their prime to win a championship. You obviously have uh, two uh, all-NBA performers in Fox and Sabonis. Who are you looking forward to stepping up this year to possibly be that third star? Keegan, I'm going to put the pressure on. I mean, he, I was it, waiting I, for you to say it. No. Hey, we, we, we had a practice last week, and he played Zoom action. He hit the big... And he went back and got the ball, or he played DHO, and his man went underneath. And Keegan passed the ball. And I stopped praying. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, not here. Oh. I said, if another man disrespect you and go under anything that you do out on that floor, you better shoot it. Yeah. I said, because if you don't, you're coming out the game. Mm -hmm. So you do, you figure it out. You do what you want to do. <laughs> you did. You take it there. <laughs> and then, hey, I'll tell you, next clip, went under. Bow, let him, yeah. Let him. Mm. He, he's got the chance. Now, he, I ain't going to give it to him. Yeah, I got to earn he, it. He got to earn it. Mm -hmm. But he got the chance to be that guy. Mm -hmm. I see it. I see it. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code ATS. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code ATS. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code ATS. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Resourceful small business owners know how to get value from the purchases they already make for their businesses each month. 
The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like four times membership reward points that automatically adapt to your top two eligible spending categories each month on up to $150,000 in purchases each year. So you earn more where your business spends the most. Plus up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select shipping, food delivery, and retail subscription merchants. And with flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business and access to 24-7 support from a business card specialist, you can continue to run your business with confidence. The MX Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Enrollment required. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Going back to this knucklehead, what was he like at 22, 23? What was Ooh, it like? A, a, a young, it was a young stack. Don't remind me. <laughs> well, first of all, as you know, it's a true man right there. He's a true man. He got a great heart. He got a great heart. Mm-hmm. His heart is off. He, my, my, my son's playing a little flag football. And he Saturday morning, 10 o'clock game. You know, we oh, we out on the field, cold in India. He's there with his crew. That's he make his whole crew get yeah. up and come watch, come watch, come watch <laughs> little league play football. You know, but I I, I got I hope I got enough time to say these stories. Well, I hope can I get along with you. Got it. Home, man. So, so the first one, and I'm gonna get a lot. I'm, I'm gonna get probably some some, some emails and some calls. But <laughs> we used to take our team to to Houston. Yeah, in the summertime, and our top nine, ten guys would go. Now we go for about a week. And we break bread, work out, and that's when all of the players used to go to Houston. Fundy. Yeah. Fundy. Because Luke had the gym going. The gym was rocking. Mm -hmm. So we used to keep all our players together when we played pickup. 
<laughs> and this is when Tim, this is when Tim fell in love with Jack. So, so, so we we played a field game against most of the Rockets, and you know, you know, Tim and David because they were both there. They both real quiet, head down guys, and you know, the Rockets they talking a little smack. And, oh, they was talking trash. <laughs> so, and and Catino threw a lob to Steve Francis, or Francis threw a lob to Catino, and well, I'm gonna dunk it. And they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's run these bitches out of here. Jack grabbed the ball. He said, whoa, 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 wait, wait now, wait now. Who y'all calling bitches? Put a name and address on that. <laughs> he said, because if it's directed at any of us, we go find out who right bitches are. We go outside right now. It's basketball. We can do that. <laughs> and man, and you, Tim and David, they were like, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Yes. Tim loved it. Tim loved it. Hey, hey, hey Maddie, from that time on, yeah. Nobody, nobody said nothing to our team. And Tim had me like this from here <laughs> yes. on out. From, you on from that on. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing. So everybody loved him because he's about the team. Mm-hmm. He's about, if you on his team, he got your back. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about that at all. And the second thing was, uh, it, 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 this was interesting. This kept my life interesting. Uh, anytime we play a game, all right, and Jack know this. Soon as he, I go, man, I, I'm, I'm okay sitting there with two, right? <laughs> you say what else? Okay, okay. We just say way worse. Soon as he rock up, he know the horn coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't got to look at the bitch. I know somebody coming get me out. Okay. okay. And, and he, and, as soon as he hear that horn, he only turn and look. He start cursing. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, okay. I don't have to deal with this. So Pop, Pop ain't even look at him now. Okay, go Jack, get it, Mike. J- Jack walking, just looking at Pop. Blah, 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 blah. Pop looking at the action. Jack walking to the end. Soon as he passed the coaches, I know it's my job. I get this up. Pop, yep, yep, tap my leg. <laughs> so I go down to the end. I get my curse up. No, fuck that, MB. Get the fuck out of here. That you know that's a boat. So I sit there. I get cursed out. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, you done? You done, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> Then if he ain't done, he'll keep going. But if he's done, if I say, yeah, I'm done. I say, okay, now. Now this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And after he take a breath. You let me get it out. After he take a breath, he know what's right, what's wrong. He relax for a sec. Then he go back out there. And if, he, and if it was bad enough, he, he go. I'm going in. I'm just stand in front of me. Like, yeah. 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 Stand in front of me, looking around. You know, let me get it out. Just be blocking me from coaching. Yeah. I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You done, motherfucker? You done? Hey, you know what? It, it, it was bad again. This just a testament to his heart. If he was wrong, he'd be the first to admit it, and not just not just to one person, like. The whole group. Mm-hmm. He goes. He gonna go in front of the whole group and he goes. Hey, because I, 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 I didn't know up. no better. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I was still learning. I was learning how to be a professional. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I was on a team with a whole bunch of guys who were the ultimate professionals. Yep. I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? So, but that was a, a culture shock to go from uh, New Jersey where you had a whole bunch of guys who on their way out. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Sherman Douglas. Then I go to a team where you got stars like Tim Duncan, Dave Robson. But this is a, a organization that that's. Uh, Everything is about winning. It feels like a championship here. So it was, it was a different, it was a culture shock for me, but it was a great, it was the best thing for me. Cause if I don't went anywhere else, I wouldn't have lasted that long. But since we talk about it, it just resurfaced 
of me calling off my wedding. My boy was there. Oh, yeah. Mike was there. Yeah. So you came all the way for nothing, too? <laughs> all the way for nothing. All the way for nothing. Mike was there. He's holding me down. Holding me down, dog. He holding me down. I was in there crying. Oh I, remember, I remember this vividly, bro. Uh, when I called the wedding, no, I was, uh, to be honest, all jokes aside, I was really hurt, bro. Yeah, no, and he no, knows because I love that girl. And I, yeah. I was really wanting yeah. to be married for me to take that step. But this is what I remember vividly. And this is why I love him and Mike Baby's mama. I was in there crying, yeah. like hard down crying. Mike, baby mom came in there and wipes, wipes snot and tears away with her bare hands and told me, you became a man today. And mm. he, he came right behind her and said the same thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How, I was, old, and I, and, and How old were you? I, I was, what, 23, 24 at the time. I was young about, young yeah, and I, and I came straight up out of it, dog. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that meant a lot, because if I didn't have him, have them there that day, I don't know how I would have made it out of that. Mm -hmm. You know, people can talk all this shit. Yeah, you was a man, you, you you did what you're supposed to do, but I was hurt, bro. Right. I was hurt for a long time, because I actually wanted to be married. Mm -hmm. uh, Even though it might not have been the best thing for you. Definitely was, no, yeah. definitely was. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> in my pockets. God, hey. <laughs> God works in mysterious yes, ways, don't <laughs> um, I mean, obviously getting back to, <laughs> How important Mike and instrumental. We got Mike's too many been. stories. We'll be yeah, going so all day. We'll I be like going them. all day. I, I, I'm gonna keep navigating. Y'all throw y'all money. Uh, Mike was one of three people that mm -hmm. helped you get back in the league. Can you guys both speak to that? Mm -hmm. This is after obviously after the brawl in yep. Indiana. Um I start. So um after San Antonio, I wanted my big contract. We won a championship. I felt like I deserved a big contract because like Mike said. They didn't look at it like that, but I carried a lot of games. Game six in the West Conference Finals, we don't win that game if I don't carry us the first three quarters. So a lot, I was thinking like that in my head, but I didn't know the business as well. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I could rewind back, I would have took that three year, ten year, three years, uh, ten million dollars because I would have been on a championship team. I probably won two more championships. Then I would got a crazy bag. Right. That's the end of that. But um, I didn't understand the business at the time, so. I was upset with them not getting my bag, so I had to go to Atlanta for one year to prove myself. I'm betting on me. I bet on myself today in front of anybody. I'm betting on me. And I went there and balled out. But I had this in my mind that I didn't get my big contract, but I knew I had Mike and Rick and, um, and uh, Indiana that was interested in me. I had no idea I was going to get a contract from them, but I knew they were interested and I knew I had a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So I knew go to Atlanta and ball out. Sure as shit stink. I ball out in Atlanta. Um, they have another uh, mid-level exception available. And uh, Donnie Walsh was high on me by then, too. And uh, I remember Mike telling me, like, we're going we gonna to get you over here. And that's how it worked out for me going to uh, Indiana. I ended up getting the biggest contract I ever had. Thanks now, to my guy. Now, fast forward to... No, no, thanks to you. Because you, you earned it. <laughs> I went, I you went grind for it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. went grind for it. Fast forward to the brawl. Yeah, that, that was crazy, man. Like, so, so the brawl situation was crazy. Because it seemed like it happened from this. I'm getting... Larry Bird calling me, telling me that I'm signing a big deal with Indiana. And it seemed like the brawl happened the next day in my mind. <laughs> That's how, you know what I'm saying? Because no. that happened as soon as I got there. Mm -hmm. um, in my mind, I was in a position, Matt, where we finna win a championship. Y'all was loaded. Oh, man. Nobody beating us, bro. Nobody beating us. You know, we had Reggie on the court, but our lineup was Jamal, me at the two, Ron at the three, Jeff Foster at the four, and Jermaine. Ain't nobody beating that five at that time. Mm. On both ends and of the court. Y'all lost, y'all can fight too. You, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but we was that type of team. Yeah, I can dig it. So, and at the time, we beaten everybody. Mm -hmm. We're like 14 and 5 or something like the time, probably, I think. So I'm not privy to, you know, I'm not privy to the beef from the uh okay. previous what yeah. Easter Conference finals. Yeah. So 
I'm sure he wasn't surprised when I went in the stands behind Ron, because that's just how I am. That, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I said earlier. He 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 about the tank. I'm loyal. <clears throat> It, it, and and so he knows sometimes it, it could be tough. To a fault. fault. Yeah, right. exactly. But that's just, that's who mm-hmm. he is. And he when he went, I didn't think twice. Right. Game was over. You know, we could talk about it now because people willing to look it down and slow down the frames. When I first went in the stands, I didn't throw a punch. Me and Mike got to run at the same mm-hmm. time. We both grabbed him. What made me throw that punch was another beer was thrown in Ron's face. So that's what made me click. If anybody look at I had no intentions. I ran by 30 people. And got to run. So I had no intentions on hitting nobody. But when the second beer came, I felt like it was just it was just too disrespectful then. And that's what happened. But um, this is the funny part. What we don't talk about. This motherfucker <laughs> went off after the game. So during the scuffling, somebody didn't fuck around and elbowed him and, and bust his lip. So we in the locker room. We all chilling. Mike, hey, motherfuckers, let me tell y'all something. When I'm trying to break y'all, you motherfuckers hit me in my mouth. Hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. And then here come Rick. So Reedy came. Hi, Rick coming in. Yeah, motherfuckers. And when we try to break out, don't push me either. Don't push me either. <laughs> you know, Jermaine, you know, they were grabbing Jermaine. Jermaine started pushing everybody. So they came in the locker room going on, dog. So it came to one point where Jermaine stood up. Am I lying, Mike? Jermaine said, Rick, we was chest to chest with the culture because he got hit tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So it was the emotions were high as shit at the time, bro. But I remember it like yesterday, dog. The emotions was high. They, they, they were high until it until they came in and said, "Okay, we gonna rest." Remember, they said they gonna rest two players and one coach. And he was like, "What? <laughs> Arrest? You like we going to jail? We going to jail? Going to jail? It got serious. Oh. It got serious. Oh, it, it, it got serious when they came in. The yeah. Baron killed the whole everything when he asked him, "Was we gonna get in trouble?" <laughs> when he said that, bro, the whole locker room was like, "Oh, Lord, come on, bro." Bro, you ain't playing no more this year, dog. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh, we'll be here all day, dog. We'll be here all day. We'll be here all day, man. But I, I, I love you, Mike. I never, I never got a chance to tell you this uh, on camera publicly. But you know how my mom and how, and, and how I feel about you. How from the opportunities you gave me to to San Antonio to where you embraced me. As like a little brother in the sun while I was in the league to be able to tutor me. And even when I wasn't playing on your team, you still made phone calls and made sure I was straight still checked on me. So that meant a lot to me because, you know, barely making it to the league and the road I took, you didn't have that many coaches that actually cared about me or my family or to come to my wedding or to to leagues like that. So you made it a point to show me that you cared about me before I even played for you. So I, I love you forever, and I appreciate everything, Coach. Uh, no, I That's love dope. you too, man. And I, and I can say the same for you in, in, a, in a lot of different instances. And more importantly, though, the times you showed up Saturday morning mm. to support my boys. That's when my God. Sure did oh, not they, had a hug, they had a hug today. I'm like, damn, how you know him? I start uh, thinking, like, how you know him? Like, he yes, hugged he They, they had, like, a nice you. embrace. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what's up? He's like, should I help raise, bro? Yeah. I was like, okay. No, little brothers. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Love. Yes, sir. Let's jump back up to your upbringing. Uh, Pops was in the Air Force, yeah. and you was always moving around. How was that, um, born in Columbus, Ohio, and bouncing around? How was that uh, growing up? It, it was it was cool from the standpoint. I, I experienced a lot of different cultures early on. Mm-hmm. And so it helped me uh, go into a lot of different situations, not afraid or at ease, because I was in them types of situations all the time growing up. You know, mm-hmm. 
constantly moving, you know, because your dad's in the Air Force. So you got to figure out, okay, how do I fit in when I get to this school? How do I make friends when I get to this school? How do I adjust to this culture? And being in Germany, yeah, you go to school with Americans because you're going to school on base and all that. But you're still living in the German mm-hmm. community at times. You're still interacting because you're going off base with the Germans. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> again, it just helped me get more cultured at an earlier age, which translated to a lot of stuff for me, even even in my coaching career. And it, did you learn to speak the language? I spoke it fairly well back yeah. then. I mean, I, I can get ask, by. I, yeah, I can ask where you live right now. How, how old are you? But mm-hmm. you know, I'm dating myself. But that last time, <laughs> last time I was back there, that was back 1988. You Ooh, know, when shit. I was back there speaking it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Growing up in the military environment, did, does does that have a lot to do with the man you are today? Yes, and 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 I said it earlier. You know, my coaching style. I, I you know, I again fortunate, blessed, lucky, have you want to call it to get an opportunity at a young age. But I. At a young age, I was re- I was disciplined. I was really disciplined, and in, and in my opinion, organized. And in you know, when I first got in the league, I I was sleeping in my office. I thought it was the best thing in the world because mm-hmm. you know I, I go down sleep in the training room. I wake up, you got your showers there, you throw in a pair of shorts, and you you clicking, you back at work. Mm-hmm. So my work ethic was off the charts, and I and I credit I credit a lot of that to my dad. My dad, he, you know, he was a, a uh, an enlisted guy, but but he you know his his stuff was pressed every day, mm-hmm. uh, and there were times he didn't want to be in be in the military, but you know he did it. He did it with his he- head held high, and he was organized and disciplined and all that. And he instilled a lot of that in me that I carried over to my my life and in my direction, my goals that I had in mind for myself. You were a basketball and football star. How did how did you get into those sports? Again, my dad, my dad, he was, he loved sports. And Mm -hmm. so all of us, you know, there's four of us, myself, uh, my older sister, she played softball growing up. She actually stopped and, you know, going to college. She was real smart, got an academic scholarship to Boston University. Then my younger brother who played five years in the NFL. And then my younger sister who played uh, Division I basketball. My dad just started us early. He was, he was one of those fathers that was around a lot of times. Mm-hmm. He coached us, you know, and and because he was passionate about it. You know how it is, man. If if you're, if especially if your dad, if your dad's passionate about something and you're and you're younger, a lot of times you're gonna fall into that. You're gonna be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And so, so that was that was that. It was mainly because of, because of him and his love for the game. Bernie Bickerstaff, David Fisdale. Hank Egan, Coach Egan, my guy, Coach Egan. Uh, Chris Grant, Ed Musselman. Talk about the influence. That, crazy. Huh? That's just the crazy. The San Diego and his influence on the NBA, San Diego. Oh, man. There's it, 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 it a, a lot of us out there. USD. Yeah. My, uh, my UCLA <clears throat> coach is there now. Shout out Lab. Yeah, yeah. Steve mm-hmm. Lab, he, he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I think uh, – uh, a lot has to do with it because, you know, we we went to USD and 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 we knew we couldn't play, so <laughs> so, so we had we had to figure out some some other path to get hey, to the self, league. Hey, self awareness is very important. <laughs> you know, yeah. Gotta wing it, <laughs> you know. So so we wanted to get to the league. We got to figure out how we get to the league because it wasn't going to be because we could play, you know, mm-hmm. at the time. But another guy, James Brago, James Brago, USD guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But so it, it started. You know, I, I played there. Never forget. I was about to go on my last uh, trip as, as a 
play on the team. Stopped by Coach Egan's office. It was a, oh, he got a coffee table in there. There's a USD magazine. And on the cover is a picture of Bernie Bickerstaff. And I'm like, whoa. And I started reading it because Bernie was kind of, at the time, he was my idol because mm-hmm. here's an African-American that was a head coach mm-hmm. and a GM already. Mm-hmm. But he never played in the league. <clears throat> and so I'm like reading this and I'm like, he went to USD? And, you know, because Bernie from the rural area of Kentucky mm-hmm. and his route to get to USD, it was crazy in itself. And so that blew my mind. So that even made me, it even drew me closer to him. I, he, although he didn't know me and I didn't know him like, just from afar. So I asked, I asked uh, Coach Egan, I said, hey, do you know anybody in the NBA I can get an internship with? Because I still had, it took me four and a half years to graduate, so I had to come back for a half a semester. And he said, yeah, I know Larry Brown. Because Hank was at Air Force Academy when Larry was a head coach of the Nuggets. They used to come down there for training camp. And he goes, I know Bernie Bickerstaff. I said, you know Bernie? He said, yeah. I said, can you ask him for an internship? <clears throat> he said, yeah. So I did a summer internship, which turned into a job offer as a video coordinator. And that's how I got in the league. And then once I got in the league, you know, this is back in the day where we had the VHS tapes. Uh, yeah, tapes. You know, deck to deck. Yeah. And, and then we had the big satellite dish and you had to plug in the coordinates to try to get the games. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was the only guy in the video room. And so when they finally let me get help in the video room, I didn't really know nobody. So I just was calling all my ex-teammates. Chris Grant came in and turned for me. Neil Meyer came mm, in and turned for dope. me. David Fisdale, when he tried to get in business, we played so Eric Spolster and I played against each other. He was at University of Portland, and I was at USD. Now we we was better than him. I, I used to kill him. We just guard each other, you know. I used to bust his ass. <laughs> we gonna put that on record, okay? Okay. So, but but he's still my guy, you know. And and, and so when David Fisdale went getting league, we called Spo and said, "Hey, we got this young guy, boy, oh, key. Hook up. So they didn't even know each other. So Spo took him on because Spo was in the video room. Mm. And then it's just started growing from there. You know, that's really that's dope. Small. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, assistant coach under uh, Bickerstaff, under Pop, under Rick Carlisle, uh, obviously three guys that made their mark as uh, head coaches in this league. Uh, real quick, uh, one thing you learned from each of them. Bernie uh, Bickerstaff, I thought he was, man, he was, his feel for players. You know, you talk about a player's coach, in my opinion, it, it, it's Bernie. Mm. <clears throat> Pop, uh, he was a guy that, uh, in my opinion, made everybody one through 15, plus everybody in the front office, everybody on the staff, even the janitors feel like when they won it, they were all a part of, part of it. it. Yeah. Everything, everybody was a part of it. I don't know how he did it. I still try to duplicate that, but he was amazing in that area. Uh, Rick Carlisle, details. Mm. And he's one my, of the smartest. Yes. <laughs> Dog. He is methodical about the details, and it's just because he, he is. He, he's a smart, smart mm, individual. Smart. Absolutely smart. Individual. Really dope. Uh, you land your first job in 2005 as a head coach at just 35, very young, and mm-hmm. being a black coach at that young. At that time, did you feel like you were ready? Had you had enough bumps and bruises yet? or? Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'd never go back on it. I'm going to keep taking that paycheck. Right. But if, to, if I was keeping it real – no. And, and, and that's that even though we had success, we had a lot of success mm-hmm. because we had LeBron James. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, he was still learning and growing, too, but he made my job a lot, a lot easier. And I and, you know, when I look back on it now, I look at some of these young coaches now, like like Missoula and some of the other guys. And I'm just amazed because mm-hmm. 
the pressure now is even so much more so more than back true. there yep. because of the social media mm -hmm. and all the other access that, that, that we give you guys mm -hmm. now, you know, mm -hmm. to us. And so the jobs that they do are a lot harder than when I first got the job. And I, and I watch them. I watch them in interviews. I watch them on the sidelines and all that. And it, I'm, I'm just amazed at them. There was a lot that I still needed to learn. Um, but I was fortunate and blessed, lucky to be able to have the job at the time <clears throat> and to take bumps and bruises. Experience is the best teacher. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, that, and that, which in turn has helped me be a better coach today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One word to describe 21 year old LeBron James. Who? That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> For real, huh? I take that one. Ooh. That's it. That's, that's a good one, too. No, no, that's, that's it. I, really? That's it. Wow. That, really? From, from off the court to on the court. Unbelievable. To his body, to how he take everything. His mind. Ooh. At 21. Ooh. At 21. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Resourceful small business owners know how to get value from the purchases they already make for their businesses each month. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like four times membership reward points that automatically adapt to your top two eligible spending categories each month on up to $150,000 in purchases each year. So you earn more where your business spends the most. Plus up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select shipping, food delivery, and retail subscription merchants. And with flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business and access to 24-7 support from a business card specialist, you can continue to run your business with confidence. The MX Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Enrollment required. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems 
may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. So this ain't even on the rundown, but I'm thinking now that I see, because we're going to talk about the finals, the run you guys made to the finals against Detroit when he went nuts. That was that year, right? To get you guys there. What was that like? The thing that I remember most vividly is, is, uh, you know, I had a great staff back then. And and Mike Malone, who I think one of the best coaches out there, was on my staff. Mm -hmm. And and, and I'll never forget uh, Detroit called a timeout. And, you know, you see all the coaches go to the free throw line to huddle up real quick, and then they go in and they say what they're going to say. And I was young. Mike was young. And we had – Hank was the, the guy that kept us steady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, this is the one time – this is the one time I kept us steady. So we, so we go and we start talking. And Mike's like, hey, we got we to gotta do this offensively. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, no, 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 no. We ain't fucking with LeBron right now. Let that boy run. I said, said we're going to sit right here, and we're going to wait until the buzzer's about to sound, and I'm going to go in there. Say my one, two, three, and let them get back out on the floor. Mm. And so I went back in the huddle, and LeBron was saying something. I just stood there and listened. And then they turned and looked at me. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing to that man. Yeah, he was yeah. in that mode. He was uh, in it. Incredible. Incredible. In the finals, you're running up against your old boss, yeah. uh, Greg Popovich. Uh, obviously, San Antonio comes up on top. But what did you learn uh, about yourself at that point? Man, I, I, I learned a lot. It, it, and it was, it was tough. We, we played one one way the whole year offensively. And my whole philosophy going into that situation was if I can get these guys to defend at the highest of high levels, having a talent like LeBron at the end of the game, he's going to make enough plays mm-hmm. to where we're going to have a chance to win because we believe in our defense that much. And LeBron is that good offensively. And so we, we played a lot of spread, pick, and roll with him. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think spread, pick, and roll just started recently, but what people don't remember, we played uh, uh, Danielle Marshall at the four. Yeah. Right, yeah. And at the end of games, we had Anderson Barajal as our center. Mm-hmm. So we just did some action, some false action. And What's the switch? And, 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 yeah, and Andy came up, and a lot of times he flipped that pick and roll, which helped Braun get downhill, mm-hmm. and now he's spraying. And, uh, you know, it, it was great during the regular season. And it got us through it, our defense, and that got us through during the playoffs. But when we went up against that well-oiled machine, mm, mm. 
Uh, and they they basically wherever Bruce was guarding the pick and roll, they had and Bruce was quick and you know he was tough. feisty, tough, mm-hmm. hungry, all that stuff. Bruce went all the way under and just waited on LeBron at the free throw line, yeah. and then the big waited on LeBron at the free throw line, mm-hmm. and now they forced him to take jumpers at the time. Yeah, that 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 hurt me because he wasn't as confident as jumper at the time. Correct, and and I didn't. It was hard to make adjustments at that time that drastically to your offense to, yeah. to try to beat right. those guys. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the score, it wasn't like we got blown out 100 to 79. They mm-hmm. were 85, 82. Yeah, you know, close it was, games. They, they were close games, but it was because we just couldn't. We, we were solid defensively. We couldn't score. And Tim didn't play though. Well, Tony was going crazy. Correct. Tony, Tony was, going, was going, going crazy. And, and, and if I remember right, what also hurt, Larry Hughes didn't play. Larry Hughes was our starting point guard. I I, and he had gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. I want. I think yeah. he had gotten hurt. Yeah. He didn't play. Yeah. And having him uh, be able to match it with Tony might might not have stopped Tony. But, but he was one of the best defenders in the league around that time. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. long, athletic. He ain't gonna make him work. Yeah. On the other yeah. end. Yeah. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you took a lot of heat in the media at that time. Some were saying yeah. LeBron was coaching. And how did you deal? How, how do you when that media storm and all that kind of bullshit and noise? How do you stay mentally strong and, and, and confident in your abilities? It, it, it was hard as a young guy, you know, but I tried to, I really tried to ignore the noise, even when we were playing well, because I didn't want, you know, you always attribute a lot of stuff to the people you work with. And one of the things that, that Rick Carlisle was really good at, he never really got too high, nor he never really got too low. He was pretty He's even killed kill the, the whole time. And that helped me a lot working for him and, and listening to him say that. And, and, and But ha- having said all that, yeah, you know, I'm human. It did bother me a little bit when the stuff that you heard, but I'm a firm believer that you got to give guys ownership. And and I got that. I even got that from uh, Pop. I mean, I was in the huddle as an assistant coach on the great teams in San Antonio where sometimes Tim would say, no, 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 let's do this. Let's do this on the board. And Pop would be like, OK, you know, the, the, the difference is Pop is Pop. And so they ain't going to mess with him like they mess with me, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's just part of it. So uh, I accepted it and I moved on from it. And, you know, I, I, I grew from it and learned from it. Just like another thing, we were one of the first teams. And again, it's because of LeBron, our pregame, our pregame, our guys were dancing and, and doing all this yeah, stuff. And people yeah. used to kill me. And say, you ain't got no control of your guys. They doing all this BS before the game. I'm like, it's basketball. They're just right. having Come fun, you it. know? But mm-hmm. because I was a young coach, it was a, and, and we were a young team, mm-hmm. it was an easy target for people to talk about back then, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you learn a lot as a young guy, like Jack said. You, mm-hmm. you know, you take your, your hits and your mm-hmm. lumps, and as long as you don't, you know, as long as you take it and you try to grow from it yeah. in, in some way, shape, or form, and that's, I can honestly say that <clears throat> all the experiences that I've had and went through, I'd be the first and day I was wrong, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not right by no means all the time. Mm-hmm. And you just hope you, you learn and you yep. grow from it. That's it. And you hopefully going to be better next time around. Yep. Um, Los Angeles Lakers come knocking. Mm-hmm. You get that job. You come in uh, the year after Phil Jackson leaves. Hell of shoes to fill. Mike made some bags, man. Mike yeah. made some bags, man. Some big shoes to fill. Lakers. <laughs> My boy got his bag. Um, how did that? How did that process happen? Uh, first of all, if I could do it again, I probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm mad at you because you know Phil, he's one of the all-time right. greatest, and you know you're not going to be able to duplicate anything he does. 
and I hate to say this, but you ain't gonna be able to duplicate what Pop did. That's a tough you, you know, they, they say, and, and even Steve Kerr now to yeah. some degree, you know. Yep. Uh, it just is what it is. Uh, but the challenge was great and all of that stuff. When I looked at it, when I looked at the job, I, I just thought that there was still a lot left with the team. And obviously, God rest his soul, but Kobe's Kobe. So, mm-hmm. so you, you know, okay, you, you got Kobe. And then the reality of it is there were some great players. You know, Powell is mm-hmm. great. Even Andrew Bynum, Bynum. for a young guy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I don't know if at the time, did Ron change his name already? Man, yeah, time, yeah, you know what it was. He was Ron, Madison, yeah. Yep, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you, Fish, there was a lot there. But but the reality of it is I was mo- next most excited about Lamar Odom. So much game. It, it, it bec- and you're right. Not only did they have so much game, but the – flexibility, the versatility yeah, that gave that team. Mm-hmm. Like, you could play big with him at the three. Uh, uh, Powell uh, Pow and Drew. And Drew. Or you could play you could play small. Five. Powell, well, you could play yeah. Powell at the five, him at the four, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So the versatility on that team excited me more than anything else. And I never, that was the lockout year. I'll never forget. Man, we, we we had a lockout year the whole time as a staff. We working on it. Try how can we enhance this mm-hmm. versatility, and not just not not just offensively, but defensively too. And uh, and then two days before training camp start, you know, they said they traded him. Oh man, that 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 crushed me. That mm-hmm. crushed me. And uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I thought we still had a, a decent year. We mm-hmm. I think we, we won the Pacific Division. I want to yep. say that year and. Uh, we took uh, it was OKC. We took OKC to seven games and or six games in the second round, you, you know. Um, and yes, there could have you know you look back and I wish I did this different or that different, but I thought we had a good year. And mm-hmm. then year two, uh, we started off one and four. I was okay with it because we had a lot of new faces that we were trying to integrate in terms of of Dwight Nash mm-hmm. and there was maybe somebody else and and uh, but. I go in and, and I get fired and it is what it is. It's the business. It's the the Cole gives five yeah. games. Uh, real quick, what was it like working with Kobe and trying to, I don't even know, I, what do you call coach player relationship? For, I mean, not friends, but how, like, how did you get on the same page with Kobe? How, what was that process like? I, it was great because Kobe, for me, you know, and there were a lot, there are a lot of coaches, you know, we, we have our own coach speak, but there are a lot of coaches that coach Kobe around Kobe that had a hard time because Kobe Blunt now. Kobe gonna look you in the eye and tell you mm-hmm. what he wanna tell you. For me, I like that because I, I I felt I always knew where I stood with You him. never had to assume. I didn't mm-hmm. have to be cor- correct. That's the best way to say I didn't have to assume anything. Because mm-hmm. if he didn't like it, he, he gonna, gonna tell, tell you. you. Mm-hmm. And so that was for me the best part about him. You know, now you throw in his competitiveness and all this other stuff. And I, it, it was great. Now the thing that was tough was because he had won championships with Phil and he won them in a certain way, it was hard as a young coach to say, hey, Kobe, let's do it this way. New style, he wasn't having it. Yeah. I'll say it for you. Like you would just see, and it wasn't almost, it wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't a, a disrespecting. It was just like, Kobe's like, we've won five this way. So yes, now there's did. a whole new philosophy of what Mike is trying to implement on us. And it's just sometimes it just, didn't work. Hundred percent, and, and and I don't blame because yeah. I'd probably be the same way mm-hmm. too if I was with him and I experienced five championships right. doing it a certain way. But the tough part about it, man, as, as you know, is I can't be Phil. 
Right. That's hard. And not, right. not only that, I wasn't even on the staff. So I don't really, so now I'm learning a lot as we're going along yeah. of what used to happen. And because I don't coach like that or I wasn't around, sometimes it's hard for me. I can't adjust just Mm-mm. because Phil did it. Right. You, you know, you got to do it your way. Yeah. But what you didn't know coming in, like there was some internal funk. And when Phil decided it was time and Mike came in, you would never know Phil Jackson was ever there. They took all of his yeah. shit down, bro. It was crazy. crazy. Yeah. All of it. So some guys are coming back like. Not, not only that, if you remember too, the, the whole scouting department, they. Gone. Was gone. And then they brought in. I mean, there was there was a, there was a lot, a lot of, of stuff. Change, a lot of change at that time. Up, yeah. I think Jim Buss was making calls at that point And there yeah. was a lot of moving parts. Um, outside of basketball, who's Mike Brown? Oh, man. I'm a grandfather. Wow, your papa, what. huh? Yeah, yeah. Quick story on that. So my, my son Elijah, uh, when he when he told me when he and his, his girl they said they were pregnant, I, you know, the first thing and people gonna look at me kind of like, hey, yeah, asshole. But I, I was like, first thing that popped in mind was, I mean, it was cool and all that, but I didn't say congratulations. All the first thing I said was. I, I still got some swag in my game. I can't said, be a grandfather, I, said yeah. I can't be called grandpa. Or I said, Pop Pop, that's my dad's name. My dad is Pop Pop. I said, that's just so. I said, that, that, you know, that's, that's why I'm ashamed to get rid of all the grades. You know, like, you look good with your stuff, Jack. My, but I, my, my son still got my swag. I'm okay, that on okay. me. <laughs> so I, I was like, so the first thing I thought of, I said, I said, I said hey, look, man. I said, I said that's, that's good. I said, but, but the baby gonna have to call me Big Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> I, said, I said, the baby gonna have to call me Shit. Big Mike. No papa. No, Big Mike. Man, man, as soon as my grandson got here, man, I looked it up. I, somebody said it. Somebody said, oh, look at Paul Paul. Look at that here. It's Ooh. over with. That's my name. P-A-W-P-A-W. I name mm, Paul Paul right now. Yeah. Bro. So, I'm Paul Paul Five, so I know. Hey, so, so I, you know, I love being a, a, a grandfather, man. I, I love my family time. Uh, I love I love my motorcycles, you know. Uh, that's that's it in a nutshell. Mm, you know, I, I love simple. my boys. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I FaceTime and, and you know, one of them was working for me, the other one was working for the 49ers. I'm mm-hmm. FaceTiming. I'm, I'm so proud to, to hear that. Every day, you yeah. know? That's awesome. I, I see the smile on your face. Uh, I mean, it's been a hell of a journey. Obviously not over. You got an opportunity to coach some of the greatest players ever to play this game. Two we didn't talk about, I want to touch on before we let you out of here. Stephen KD. I tell you what, and you said it. You, you, I did. I again, fortunate, blessed, lucky, having you want to call it to be able to coach some of the greatest. And 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 if I could say that they all have one thing in common, it's their competitive spirit. The competitive spirit for who they are already, which which is what makes them them great. And, and you can put slash work ethic because mm-hmm. pe- a lot of people think that these guys just show up. Hell no. <laughs> you know. They don't, None of they them don't do that. know the time and the commitment that they put in behind the scenes to be great. And then when the lights come on, they don't understand how competitive they are when it comes to trying to win mm-hmm. and to contribute what they can contribute to help teams win. It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm. Uh, that's your solo camera right there talking to all the Kings fans. What do you got to tell them this year, Coach? You guys were great last year. We're going to need you even more this year. So keep doing your thing. Keep showing us love. And we're going to keep laying it out on the floor every single time we step on that hardwood. Mm. A lot of love for you guys. And uh, Sacramento, let's rise up, baby. Like let's that fucking it. beam. Like the beam. Like like right, before we get out of here, Mike, <laughs> if you could rewatch any game in the history courtside, which game would it Ooh. be? 
Dang, that's that's a great call. I so there's just a couple. There's I'm gonna give you two. So okay. I, when we played the Clippers last year, I know it was just a regular season, but it was 175, 170. Oh yeah, that's right. Damn. Damn. There, there, there was some. There was some. That triple overtime, the triple overtime, something like Nuts. that. There was some great mm-hmm. basketball plays in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. And then the, the reality of it is, we talked, we spoke on it earlier. When LeBron had 25, 27 straight, to be able to sit there and watch it, you do appreciate it. But if I was a fan, oh my God. You enjoyed it way more. Yeah. Telling your grandkids yeah. about that one. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was beautiful. Tough one coming up next. Yeah. Tough question. Gotta hit you with it though. Rank them. Oh, Jordan, Kobe, Braun. Ooh, I, I, everybody gonna think I'm dodging. <laughs> Man, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You ain't the first person. So it depends on what you want. Mm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Explain it, what you mean by that, because I get what you're saying, but the fans may not. So, like back in the day when 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 Braun was a young guy playing for us, I'll never forget. We're playing Washington. I think the first time we made the playoffs and. In the game, boom, boom, he dropped at Washington. He gets double, triple team. He kicks it to Damon Jones. Damon Jones hit the from the left baseline, hits mm-hmm. a bucket wide open. That set the tone for who we were and why we were as good as we were the next four or five years because of his unselfishness, his willingness to mm-hmm. make the right play mm-hmm. every single time. So I was never mad at him for making the right play. Right. Because now it makes it easier for me to tell you. Got to. And you got to, to make the right, right play. Mm-hmm. This one yeah. doing it all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy he gets knocked for that, though. He get, that's, that used to drive me insane. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you trying to create an individual? Are you trying to create a team? team right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so if you're, especially if you're uh, uh, putting a team together, okay, for the first time, and you're trying to lay the foundation, the principles, the culture, all that, Bruh. man, because he, he going to help with that connectivity. All around. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you just want straight killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You but at that time would say, fuck the team, I got you. And, yeah. and, 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 and who can right, get right. you and, yeah. and carry, yeah. then you go with those guys. Mm, but, yeah. I, you know, one of the things that, that, that I will say is, and at the end of the day, and this is why Braun is still – uh, why he's still, in my opinion, from the outside looking, at why he's still working as hard as he's working to not only just to be the great, but to have his team be the greatest because he knows, and I bet you the other two guys will say the same thing, that the championships have a lot to do with it at the end of the day. Yeah, when you're talking yeah. about you know greats. If, so, right. if you got championships, yeah. then you got a right to I say I remember Kobe wanted, Kobe, this whole thing, he wanted six. I want to sit at the same table as MJ. So now Bron's saying, I want five. I want to be in that conversation with there Magic and Kobe. There we go. Mm-hmm. Right there. Uh, funniest thing that's happened to you recently? Oh, dang. That's, I mean, that's, that's a good one. But, but I mean, I, as early as today, I, I try to play it off. Uh, but I, I, I tripped. I got sniped about five times <laughs> during practice. <laughs> and, I say, and I say this because we, we had our coaches meetings after practice. And, you know, you try to play it up. You just try to act right. cool. Try to whoop, whoop, and just and jog it off. Uh-huh. You know? And the uh, first thing I sat down, we started talking. And one of my co Luke Lauks, he, Luke, like, he, funny he got, a, yeah, he's got a chance to be a head coach. I got four or five cats on my yeah, staff. Yeah, Jordy, Jordy was coach. ranked, what, the number Jordy, the, the best Luke, assistant coach in the league, yeah, right? DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DC is learning. Mm-hmm. I'm saying people were sleeping on DC. He, what I like about him, too, he's like Darvin Ham. When I had Darvin Ham in the Lakers, with the, me and the Lakers, because mm-hmm. uh, he was coaching in, like, in New Mexico at a, a really low level and he had just got fired or something. And, so I bring D. Ham in, and we wanted to give D. Ham scouts that year. 
And I, this is one of, I got the most respect in the world from him. He said, he said, Mike, he said, I'm not ready for that right now. Mm, interesting. And it takes a lot for somebody to yeah. say, because, you know, everybody wants to show they can talk and show they know mm, and all of it. Uh, but no, I'm not ready for that. Let, let me, let me learn and do it. And then dope. later on or next year I'll do scouts. Mm-hmm. But BC's a set. BC works hard at his craft. Yeah. You know, in, in and there's too many of us, especially y'all as black ex-players, and I'm not trying to go down that road too far, but where they like, let's hire him because he, he can uh-huh. help with the relationship. No question. You know what I'm saying? No question. And, and, and Doug and D. Ham are guys that I've been around that take that to heart. Like, they trying to learn the game. And that, in my opinion, that's what makes D. because he got what y'all got. Mm-hmm. And he also got the other stuff. And there's a lot of guys out there that have that just don't get the opportunity. Yeah. But uh, so, so I now going back, I, so I sat down and Luke's smart ass. We talking serious. He said, hey, he said, hey, you got snipe that comes. You see that? <laughs> I'm like, Luke, where you going with it, man? <laughs> but he said, no, I think he said, he said, are your sneakers new? <laughs> you oh, yeah, know? yeah. Like, that was sticking, huh? But y'all that yeah. don't know, the reason why we say snipe, because when you're in the basketball gym, there's no humps in the floor, <laughs> the lines are flat, so there's no reason to trip. Uh, and you just might be running or walking, uh, and the floor is just freshly got showered. <laughs> Fuck that. In Miami, someone tripped me. <laughs> Remember that Ooh, shit? <laughs> I got it. I got it. Aye, aye, aye. Hey, D Wade pump fake me. I ran into the stands. That shit was <laughs> fucked up, but someone tripped me. I swear. When, I, I didn't get sniped. Someone tripped me. <laughs> uh, uh, top five coaches, in your opinion, all time. Oh, that's great. I mean, you, you got you throw pop in there. Uh, uh, Chuck Daly. You got throw mm, Chuck Daly. Rest in peace. Uh, now I, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Say these two names, but the career is not over, and they mm-hmm. probably going. You got those Steve Kerr, you got mm-hmm. those Spolster probably mm-hmm. in there. Good yeah. call, I like and, that. And, and then it, it, this is just me, selfishly. I don't know this, but as as much love as Red Arbot got, he might have to be in there, as well as Bill Russell. Mm, that, interesting. You know, so, so Bill, a lot of people don't know, he was a player's player coach, coach, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many did, did eight? He, right. He won, but as a player eight. coach. 11 total. Yeah, 11 total, but I think he won a couple as a player's yeah, coach. Yeah. So if I'm correct, then I would I would have to because I, I don't know if there's anything harder than to be a player coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's gonna sub you out? Time <laughs> oh, that he, he was living in, right? Co- yeah, correct. You gotta you go down the line. Yeah. Five dinner guests, dead or alive. Anybody at your table That's breaking bread with you? Man, I and I know people will be like, hey man, he he don't know what he's talking about, but I my family, my two boys, my grandson, my girl. I love it. You know, that's a, I, this that's, is the first. We're over 200 episodes. You're the only person that's ever said that. I like that. It's I my, like that too. No, that's my dope. family, man. Dope. That's right. That's right. Who do you want to see on our show, All the Smoke? But but before you answer that question, you have to help us get your answer on the show. Oh. I got good at that shit, dude. I used yeah. to stutter like a motherfucker. Hey, and Mike has coached and been around a lot of great people. Yeah. Yes, he has. So I'm yeah. sure his Rolodex is thick as a motherfucker. Yes, no, you know what? I, I, <laughs> no, I was about to say, I love to see Pop on your show. I would, I would be okay. honored. I, yeah, I love to see Pop. But also the next two, two down, and, and, and 
Steve, Kurt, and Spolster. We got Steve already. Spolster okay. would be dope. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Those, uh, Steve Kurt stole told some great stories. Yeah. Steve, about he, that he got a lot. I got I gotta mm -hmm. try to find that one and go back and see that yeah, one. That's yeah, that's my Because he because he got some stuff. Yeah. yeah he definitely. got some real stuff. I remember well, after we won the uh, excuse me, I mean, no, after we won the in 06. Uh -huh. I mean, 03 when we won that uh, the, the, the West Conference Finals. And he came in and hit those four threes. Yes. After the game, the media was all on him. And but they I, don't. I, I was sitting in the back. Yup. Me and it was Janobi. The first Janobi came up was like, bro, you deserve the MVP. Yup. Steve, Steve Kerr came to my, they was asking him questions. He yep. beelined to the back. Like, you want us this game. Mm. That meant the world to me. That's dog. dope. That and that's what I was talking me. about. Mm -hmm. That's what I was talking about right there. Because yeah. he mm -hmm. got a lot of love, which, you know, he hit some big shots. Mm -hmm. But if he don't do him, mm -hmm. don't, he don't even have a chance to hit the big shot. Mm. Yeah. Talk to him. Yeah. Well, Mike, man, we appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck long with overdue. this team. Uh, yeah, definitely long overdue. Uh, happy for you. Uh, like I said, Good being man. from here and seeing what you've been able to change, not only this team into, but the city. Because like Jack says, as much as I love Sac, there ain't much to do out here. But you brought <laughs> uh, winning back to Sacramento. And that I know that means a lot for every single person in the city, man. So we wish you the best of luck this season. And for many seasons on, and uh, thank you for your time. Yes, I, I appreciate that, but now I heard you about to ask a, a quick question about my best art. I'm, I'm gonna give one name. I got. Can I throw one name out Don't there? Throw five yeah. of them if you want. Nah, well, I'm gonna throw one out okay. there. So a lot of people. I like old school rap. Uh -huh. Okay, and that's what you. If you if you hear music coming from a Harley, it's gonna probably be old school rap, or it's gonna be country, one or okay. two. Yeah. So I gotta give give a little love to my guy Kane Brown. Kane Brown, the country music. Yeah. That's my guy. Right there, Kane I heard. I, I haven't heard his music, but I heard of him. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Kane Brown. Kane yeah. Brown. Yeah. He knows yeah. stuff. Well, make sure you check him out, man. Well, that's Mike Brown, reigning NBA Coach of the Year. You can my catch guy. this on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform Black Effects. We'll see y'all next week. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, 
TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 